Welcome to the jungle. It's Rennes Monday to you. I'm Jim Rome. All right, so we're moving to hour number three. It's been a really good show so far in the sense that lots of good reaction. I mean, lots of reaction where people are really unhappy. People are very sad. And people are ecstatic. And people are talking junk. And I'm here for all of it. So if you want to react to anything you saw over the weekend, go ahead and give me a call right now. one 636 8686 Hit me up on the X at Jim Rome. Email me to Rome, R-O-M-E, at Habitate.com. Let me start you off with hour number three. If you're on hold, stay there. More phone calls coming up. We're open phones this hour. But I want to talk about the AFC. We talked a lot about the NFC matchup. To me, the Lions collapse was a catastrophe. There's no question about that. But let me give Detroit this. At least they showed up. At least they had a great game plan. At least they brought some energy and some juice to that game. I can't really say any of that about the Ravens this morning. All I can really say about the Ravens right now is, the hell was that? Way to save your worst game for last, Baltimore. Way to take a shot at Mahomes on your home field and then go out there and just set the whole thing on fire. And Lamar... Way to take one of the all-time prove-everybody-wrong seasons, shut everybody up, and flush it right down the toilet with the ultimate prove-everybody's-right performance. Like, I know Lions fan was the actual biggest loser of the day yesterday. I mean, what a gut punch that was. But did anybody on either field lose more than Lamar Jackson? Because this dude was just about to put a bow on one of the all-time statement seasons. But you could take that presumed MVP award and his supposed revenge on all the teams that announced that they did not want him last offseason and just cancel all of that out. Because unfortunately for Lamar, nobody is going to remember or think about any of that stuff When they think about his season, they're only going to remember the utter nightmare in the AFC championship, a.k.a. the performance that validated everything every hater has ever said about this guy. And Lamar had it all right there. It was all right in front of him. He had a chance to go to the Super Bowl on his own turf and do so by knocking out the defending champs and the best quarterback on the planet. A chance to prove once and for all that no moment is too big. A chance to finally shut everybody up. Except that, as it turns out, the moment absolutely was too big. And the dude got outclassed by Mahomes, and he got utterly dominated by Spags, and achieves defense that doesn't get nearly the love that it should. People have been sleeping on Spags in that defense all season long. And yesterday, Spags and his defense were actually the ones who made their point. Point being, they're no joke. In fact, they're actually pretty scary. But they also got some help yesterday because the Ravens were a mess. Baltimore could not run it at all. At all. But even worse... They really didn't even try. What the hell were they doing abandoning the run so early in that game? They fall behind a touchdown, they panic, and then they forget about the run altogether. And then try to take try and take it to the air only made it worse, much worse. When they finally made a big play, they managed to immediately ruin that too. Case in point, that utterly catastrophic Zay Flowers sequence at the end of the third quarter. 
Now, this guy's been great this year. I mean, great. He finally makes a big play for 54 yards down to the Chiefs' 10. All right, they're in business. They're back in it. But then he takes a flag for a really bizarre taunt on Legereus Sneed. Now, normally, I am not a guy who's a taunting stickler. In fact, I'm usually a taunting encourager. I like taunting. Who doesn't like taunting other than old man Mara? Taunting is the best. Taunting flags are the worst. Taunting is the best. Taunting flags are the worst. Nobody wants to see a player taunting another player. Actually, it's a terrible take, John, because everybody wants to see it. Everybody except you. But having said that, even I think that Flowers deserve that flag. When you take a dude and you shove his shoulder into the ground after the play in the open field right in front of everybody, and then you get up and you stand over that dude, then yes, that's a taunt. And it's going to get you flagged. That's called a taunt. It's also called something else. Idiotic. You're losing. Nothing is going right. What are you doing standing over anybody in that situation? What are you doing standing over some dude in that situation when nothing's going right? Taunting a dude for what? Making one play with your team still on the verge of taking the biggest dump in his pants ever. That made that taunting penalty one of the dumbest things ever. Call the rule dumb all you want, and I have, but it is a rule And until it's not a rule, don't put the refs in a position where they've got no choice but to call it. Not only did that hurt you then, of course it came back to bite you in the ass only moments later. Because Sneed, the guy who you just taunted, turned around and got the sweetest, fastest, harshest revenge ever. This might be the all-time example of instant karma. Dude gets taunted on the Ravens' one big play of the game. Their only big play of the game. And then he turns around four plays later, and he makes one of the best defensive plays in playoff history. For real. Get an eight from the nine. Jackson. To Flowers. He dies. The ball came out. It's recovered by Kansas City. Did the ball come out before he broke the plane? I think you're right. Hell yes, it did. Because that was an all-time play, an incredible play, and only moments after an all-time moronic taunt by a really good young player. I mean, incredible, borderline, miraculous play. Borderline erotic. That was borderline erotic, I'm sure, for Chiefs fan. And borderline Borderline stroke-inducing for Ravens fan. What an amazing play by a dude who doesn't get nearly enough run. One of the best corners in football, LeJarrius Sneed. And what an incredibly bad play by a dude who does get a lot of run, and deservedly so, at least until yesterday, Zay Flowers. But Lamar somehow topped that terrible fumble on that following drive with an even worse INT. And those two plays were the difference in the game in the end which is pretty wild considering the Ravens were mostly terrible all day long. But still, they could have walked away with a dub, or at least a chance at a dub if they executed near the end zone at the end of the game. Unfortunately, they couldn't do that either. In the end, they turned it over three times, and the Ravens 
are 0-8 in the postseason when they commit three or more turnovers. And if there's something else that Lamar is elite at, it's turning it over when it matters most. So it's back to the Super Bowl for the Chiefs. Their supposed demise was total bullcrap. They weren't vulnerable. They weren't weak. They weren't washed. They were just waiting for the bright lights to come on. And as always, they handle those bright lights better than anybody else. And they've got the best quarterback in the sport still. They've got the best coach in the sport still. And that really, really helps. And if one thing is very clear from that game yesterday, it's that as good as they are, as good as they are, Lamar and John Harbaugh simply are not Mahomes and Andrew Ryad. Mahomes? One more thing is clear. The Chiefs don't need Kadarius Toney, which is why it's pretty wild that he's on IG Live going viral, or was on IG Live, but that went viral this morning. In IG Live where he claims the Chiefs made up an injury that kept him inactive yesterday. But yeah, man, that cap. I'm not hurt. None of that Say that Suck my too. I'm God. Not hurt. None of that. Wow, dude. Hey, Kay, nobody cares. Nobody nobody wants to hear that from you or anything from you. Just like nobody wants to see you on the field. Except whoever is playing the Chiefs, they want you on the field. Because you are essentially another player for the defense when you're out there. And crazily enough, the rest of the receivers actually started to catch the ball once you did get yanked out of the lineup. Which is one of many reasons why the Chiefs don't want you out there. And it's impossible to blame them, right? This is no big mystery. There is no conspiracy here. They don't want you playing because you're a disaster. And that's also the reason nobody wants to hear your nonsense. My man, look at the scoreboard. You weren't there, and they won. I know you're going to be shocked to hear this, Kadarius, but it's not about you. In fact, it actually has very little to do with you. Pretty much nothing to do with you. This is not about you. This is about one of the greatest quarterbacks and one of the greatest head coach QB combos ever going for back-to-back Super Bowls, something that hasn't happened since the early 2000s. It's about Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and the Chiefs that actually help Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. And luckily for the Chiefs and Chiefs Kingdom, right now that's almost everybody on the roster not named you. And be more. Sorry about it. Sorry about all that swag and cockiness that you had going in and you were cracked by halftime. All of that swag. Hey, and by the way, how weird was that thing before the game? With Kelsey, Mahomes, and Tucker having that little tussle and exchanging words in the end zone. That didn't benefit Baltimore. Right then and there, things seemed weird. Things seemed weird. But you had all that swag, you had all that cockiness, and then it all just cracked by halftime. However, nothing cracked worse than that one ref's voice. Defense holding offense number 76. 10 yard penalty, second down. Having been there before, I'm not going to pile on. 
except Zay Flowers standing over Legereus Sneed was as tragic as that ref's voice announcing the penalty. At the end of the play, Tony off his number four. It'll be first and ten. Yeah, you saw it. Hey, Mr. Ref, I'm not sure who you are, but I've been there before. I know what that's like. Credit for staying in the fight. Office number four. Office number four. Office number 76. Hey, if somebody's got to use a voice for their living, I know what it's like to wake up saying, uh-oh. Today is not the day to be sounding like this. I guarantee that ref felt that same way. Unless somehow, unless somehow he lost it on the way to the field. Offense number 76. <laughs> Offense number 76. Offense number four. Save your Peter Brady takes. I don't need him. This says, the, hey, Rome, the idea that the Ravens will reload and be back next year is garbage. The stink of Sunday's meltdown may stick with the Ravens for years. The AFC is loaded. Baltimore needed to take advantage of the year that Joe Burrow sat out, and they failed again. Jimmy K in Illinois. No excuses. It was all right there. The top seed, Burrow was out. Kansas City was not what they were. You have the MVP. The defense was allegedly historic. It was all set up. I think you're right. You had the one seed. You had the bye. You had the rest. You had it at home. It was all set up. Romy, the only thing better than Debo shutting up C.J. Gardner-Johnson was Legereus Need shutting up Zay Flowers. Note to Dan Gamble, you play to win the game, not to show everybody what a rebel you are. Marty in Seatown, unwar two more weeks of unrelenting slurping over celebrity couple who must not be named. Dude, I don't think that Dan Gamble does it to show everybody what a rebel he is. It's just who he is and what he does and the way he approaches it. And the belief he has in his team. I don't regret those decisions. And that's hard. I mean, this guy, the toughest guy in the room, was on the verge of tears. He took that hard. And understandably, I think those two decisions really hurt that team. It didn't cost them the game, but you can't tell me it didn't have an impact on the game. Of course it did. All right, we'll break when we come back. Back to the phones. Those are my thoughts on Baltimore and Kansas City. How about the Super Bowl? You want to look ahead to that? Who do you like? I mentioned to Shio Kapadia that when the line opened up, it was the Chiefs plus two and a half. After just getting burned by going against Patrick Mahomes and the points, I thought to myself, man, I should hammer that thing so hard right this second. But how responsible would that be? We're two weeks out. And then I look up an hour later, and the number's already down to one. And it opened at two and a half. So with that in mind, I took a deep breath and thought, all right, then I'm just going to wait two more weeks. I'll wait till right before kick. I wonder where that number goes. I think by the time they kick, 
the Chiefs are favored, but by how much? 1-800-636-8686. Looking ahead to tomorrow, NBA great Grant Hill. Jawan Taylor also tomorrow. Your telephone call is when we come back. You're li- Rolling through this Monday. It's like a reaction Monday. If you're a Lions fan, it's not a good day. If you're a Chiefs fan, it's a great day. If you're a Frisco fan, it's a great day. If you're a Ravens fan, it's not a good day. What about that matchup? Who's going to Vegas? I mean, I know which teams are. Which of you clones is going to Vegas? I know Otis isn't. Not at nine Gurr for the most expensive ticket in the nosebleed section, which I don't know if that's true. All right, in the meantime, we are rolling telephone calls. Let's see what I do need, ATPs. If you don't mind, ask the pros. Hit me up, ATP. Ask me anything you want, ATP. Let's go to Kansas City. Scott, good to have you. Scott, about time we heard from a Chiefs fan. What's going on, Scott? How are you? Jimmy, we're great. It's another beautiful day in Chiefs kingdom, like most days the last six years. And you've been right all year because this is a totally different team. Not only do we have the best quarterback, but we also have the best cornerbacks. Maybe not on paper because I don't read the papers. I just watch the games. But we also have the best cornerback in the league who didn't even make the all-star flag football team. So apparently nobody is doing anything but reading papers. I don't know if anybody noticed, but the best defensive tackle in the league didn't report till week eight. And he was still rested until he needed to rip another couple mil from the hunts. Anyway, Jimmy, it's, it was clear Baltimore came in and they wanted to bully us. And then just like most bullies, they got smacked in the face and choked and backed down. So anyway, we're looking forward to going to the desert and shelving another Lombardi trophy right next to the hunt trophies at one Arrowhead Drive. Love the show, Jimmy. Appreciate you, dude. All fair. It all worked out, didn't it? Hey, listen, I'm going to admit it. I I did not think that you were what you once were. I did not think that you were as dangerous as you used to be. I'll say it. I thought you were vulnerable. I did not see you making it back to where you are right now. And I do happen to believe that you can't just throw the switch. But they just threw the switch. And they're doing it differently than they've ever done it in the past. And if, quote, this whole thing about paper, if you want to look at it on paper— There's no doubt the Niners have so much more talent on paper. The Niners are so much more explosive on paper, on paper. But what they don't have is that quarterback combination, coach-quarterback combination of Mahomes and Andy Reid. You've got Kyle Shanahan, who's a great coach. You've got Brock Purdy, who I think is a very, very good player. But that's not Mahomes and Andy Reid. And it's awfully hard to go against those guys. You know how I know? I keep doing it, and I keep losing. So how many times are you going to make that same mistake? I don't know. I mean, like, maybe once more, depending on what that line is. Except, you know what? I think Here's why I think that I'm not going to make that mistake again. Because I don't think Kansas City is going to be an underdog in that game. I think by the time we finally get to kick off, the 49ers will not be favored. I think there'll be enough money going Kansas City's way. However, if it stays where it is right now, and it's Kansas City plus one, could I be dumb enough to make that mistake one more time? Yes. 
Why not? Why not finish the the season with a flurry and make that same mistake and bet against Patrick Mahomes and the points one more time? I've already done it multiple times. Never mind that the guy's 9-1-1 against the spread. I don't know. I mean, how many times do you have to see it before you learn your lesson? And the defense is so good. But it's hard not to get caught up in that Niner talent. Man, they've got so much talent, so much skill, and they're so explosive. Except, Niner fan, you know this, your defense has not been what it was of late either. That would concern me, Niner fan, your defense. Or, or, you think it's the law of averages, that Kyle's got to get his, and they've not yet played their best game. Or Kansas City has rounded into form, it's go time, and they're showing up. Travis Kelsey said something to the effect of, I want this AFC Championship game more than anyone I've ever been in. And then he showed up and he played like it. 1-800-636-8686. Let's go to San Francisco. Hey, Jay, what's up? Good to have you. Oh, Romy, what up? What up? Uh, yeah, Chiefs fan versus Niner fan is, is going to be an interesting one. But uh, let's break it down. I mean, we as in the Niner faithful can't be worse than a fan base that includes confused kid brother who flashes TikTok dances on the great Sean Taylor's memorial? Or how about here for the ride obnoxious wife spraying champagne on, fa- champagne on fans like she's Dale Earnhardt Jr.? And I, I know it may be played out, but don't even get me started on mid-Swift, who now at the expense of Travis Kelsey is more content to finish 10 more crappy, sappy, uninspiring albums. Chiefs fan calling a Niner fan insufferable is richer than Vince McMahon after stiffing a mistress. War Niners, pimping the box, I'm out. I mean, bro, that was truly insufferable. If, if your point is we are not insufferable, that was a different kind of insufferable. That was insufferably horrible smack. So... I mean, maybe they think you're generally insufferable because you're arrogant. That's not what that was. That was just insufferably horrible smack. I mean, your topics were all right and fair game, although played. But that didn't help your faithful. That argument didn't make things better for the faithful. That just proved everybody's point. Except that you're insufferable, but for different reasons. We thought it was all about the wine and the cheese and the arrogance and the conceit and the entitlement. Now it's also for just truly terrible smack. That's the epitome of you got to do better. Have to do better. Why don't we try the Bronx? Angelo in the Bronx. Angelo, good to have you. What's going on? Jim Rome, man. Bronx, New York. We love you. Love it. Love it. We What's love up? you. Uh, so, you know, so, you know, like I'm looking at all these other sports networks, still not giving Brock Purdy his credit, right? They said he has to do this. He must do this. He can't win this way. Didn't he prove them all wrong? When are we going to give Purdy his credit? Every, come on, guys. This is enough. Enough is enough. We're going we're gonna to teach Mahomes that the first time he got lucky because we had Garoppolo. 
But this time he's going down. Angelo, my man, appreciate you. Thank you very much. Let me respond to that. First of all, Mahomes never gets lucky. Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. He could go down as the best quarterback ever. By the time he's done, he might go down as the best player ever. So Mahomes does not get lucky, but I hear what you're saying. What you're saying is they beat us last time because we had Garoppolo. This time we have Purdy. I could argue that there's not an enormous difference between Purdy and Garoppolo. However, your first point, I'm so on the same page with you. Saying something sucks is not a take, but saying that Brock Purdy sucks is asinine. It's idiotic. It's not a take. It's like, it's a hot take. It's lava. It's lazy, but it's just plain wrong. Quarterbacks that lead 17-point second-half comebacks in the NFC Championship game do not suck. Quarterbacks that win 21 of their first 25 games as a starter do not suck. I don't care that he was Mr. Irrelevant. As a pro, the guy's been extraordinarily relevant. So relevant that people cannot stop hating on this guy, even though there's nothing left to hate on. And probably never was in the first place. The guy is a winner. He wins. All these haters treat him like he sucks because he's not Patrick Mahomes. Because he's not Josh Allen. Listen, nobody is Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen isn't Patrick Mahomes. Joe Burrow isn't Patrick Mahomes. Nobody is Patrick Mahomes. Hell, Lamar Jackson sure as hell isn't Patrick Mahomes. What I'm trying to say is it makes no sense whatsoever to hate on Brock Purdy for what he isn't. How do you not appreciate this dude for what he is? I'm not saying he's Joe Montana. I'm saying he's a winner. Period. He just wins. He makes winning plays. He's resilient. He bounces back. His teammates like him. They respect him. He does what he's supposed to do. He gets his playmakers the ball. He limits his mistakes. And when he does make mistakes, he bounces back. All right, fine. Physically, he's not Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson. I get that. Yeah, but let me ask you something. Where's Josh Allen? Where's Lamar Jackson? Where is Purdy? The guy is not only relevant right now. Right now, he's still favored against Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. I'll never understand this. And this whole game manager rap. Why is that a rap? This is what a quarterback is supposed to do. Manage the game. And that's what he does. As well as anybody right now. Not name Mahomes. I'm telling you, all these people who have all these problems with Brock Purdy, you know who doesn't? His coach, his teammates, the city of Frisco. People with functioning brains that are not hook like addicts to negativity, dopamine, or hot takes. And don't tell me what this guy needs to do is win the Super Bowl, and then we'll stop. He's already done enough to get you the hell off his back. But then again, you won't because so many people never want to admit to being wrong. You can't just say, hey, man, I missed it. I was wrong about this guy. I was wrong about this guy. 
He's not just a product of the system. You can't just stick anybody in that system and get the same results. Let me say that one more time. You can't stick anybody in that system and get the same results. Yes, it's a great system. Yes, he has a great play caller. Yes, he has a great coach. Yes, he's got great talent all around him. But the guy still has to make plays. You can't stick some bum ass under center and expect to have the same result. The guy's a really good player. Is he elite? Is he special? Who the hell cares? He's in the Super Bowl. And you can't say that he's got nothing to do with it. It's just a bad, lazy take. But that won't stop a lot of you from having that same bad, lazy take. Hey, Romeo. Didn't Kadarius Phoney fake an injury to get traded from the Giants? Now the Chiefs are faking an injury to get rid of him? Absolutely amazing. V in the fee. War, good to have me. Dude, that's a good take. That's one of your better efforts, V. All right, when we return, I'm looking for an ATP. Ask the pros. Ask me anything you want. At Hedstrom Bacon, quote, how many almonds do you think that ref had before the game? I don't think that was an almond thing. Amber is back. Responding to Ron in Sacramento. Hey, Ron in Sacramento. Nice try getting that JN blast in at the end of your call. Trying to get it in before getting shut down. Sounds like a regular Saturday night with your wife. Amber. War lady clone. Hold up, Alvin. Stop the music for a minute. Hey, Ron in Sacramento. Nice try getting that JN blast in at the end of your call. Trying to, quote, get it in before getting shut down? Sounds like a regular Saturday night with your wife. War Lady Clones. War Lady Clones. You can start the music again, Alvin. Amber. ATP, the Ask the Pros, brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. You want to go to cbssportsradio.com slash pros. submit your question there, listen later on, I might answer one of yours, like right now. The ATP, speaking of O'Reilly Auto Parts, I was in Dallas on Friday night for the manager's meeting. I do that every single year. It was absolutely awesome. Thanks for having me, y'all. Good to see everybody. Now, this is really interesting. Both of these came in on the same day, which is really, really coincidental. At TDT216, quote, trying to keep it on topic for my ATP, what is the story behind the Mahomes? Mahomes? Drop. Hashtag ATP. Before I answer that, at Mr. Eric Hansen writes, what is the origin? Different guy. Different guy. Similar question. What is the origin of the Jackson? Jackson. Sound drop after each Lamar Jackson mention. Hashtag ask the pros. All right, so let me rack my brain here. I think that 
back in the day, Nezrin, or maybe it was Mezrin. That was a controversy in and of itself, her actual name. She would call and talk about Jackson, but it was Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. So the way she said Jackson, Phil Jackson. the clones thought was pretty funny. Jackson. So we started to Jackson, Jackson everything. And then that was not enough for you clones because it never isn't enough. Jackson. Then you wanted a Mahomes, Mahomes, and then Jackson, Jackson. and Mahomes, Mahomes became a thing. And then I think you wanted a Watson, Watson. And then through the big head, we got a Josh Allen. Josh Allen, Jim. So, in other words, Jackson. Jackson. Mahomes. Mahomes. Watson. Watson. Josh Allen, Jim. Josh Allen, Jim. Dan Marino. Dan Marino. That's from Mitzi in Maine. So there's actually a lot of them. But that's the origin. That's good. That's a good ATP right there. Anybody else? ATP. (laughs) Alvin reminds me also that there's actually, as part of that collection, a Jeff Hostetler. Jeff Hostetler. How that worked its way in, I have no idea. I think is if there's a Jeff Hostetler, there has to be a Kerry Collins. Kerry Collins. I know there's an Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. You know there's a Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. Are we done? I think we're done. It's got to be a Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh. Strike that. Bill Walsh. Bill Walsh. Oh, I know there's a John Elway. John Elway. John Elway. So there's actually quite a few. If we left anybody out, be sure to hit us up. It is the ATP. How about a, let me think. Let's go to baseball. Hey, Alvin, do you have a Tom Pagnozzi lying around? Tom Pagnozzi. I knew it. HUD. That's HUD. It's got to be a Steph Curry. Steph Curry of the Golden State Warriors. How about my man Molly? Chris Mullen. Chris Mullen. You okay? If there's a Chris Mullen, I know there's a George Clooney. George Clooney has to be a Ronald McDonald in there somewhere. Ronald McDonald. Cheryl Teagues. Have you have you heard about Ronald McDonald? Ronald McDonald. I have. Have you heard about Grimace? Ronald McDonald. How about the Hamburglar? Ronald McDonald. DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray. Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger. Wally Backman. Wally Backman. That kid rules. Scotty Barnes. Scotty Barnes. I love Scotty Barnes. Barnes. How about my man? Let's throw it back. Will Clark? Will Clark. Hey, Alvin, how did we get here? And how far are we going to go? Pedro Guerrero. Pedro Guerrero. Name that voice. How many of you can identify the voice saying 
Pedro Guerrero. Pedro Guerrero. If you guessed the double murderer, the juice, you're correct. I think we're good. Oh, or maybe not. You know what I need right now? You know what would pick me up on a Monday? A really good, strong Mira Sorvino. Mira Sorvino. Perfect. Man, that hit right. Do you know what would really hit right now? Rob Pastinka. Rob Pastinka. <laughs> all right, so how do we tie uh, this whole thing together? How do we bring it all home? One way. With a really aggressive, terse gentry. Gentry. There you go. Jim Rome. Jim Rome. Jim Rome. Jim Rome. Jim Rome. Jim Rome. All right. There we go. Jimmy Jim. Okay, I'll bite. Thanks, Alvy. I knew that was somewhere. If you're not... It's, okay, I'll bite. If you're not going to be on Radio Row for the Super Bowl, where are you going to be? Brent in PC. I don't know, dude. What's it to you? Why don't you tune in and you'll find out? Rome show announcer next week. Live from room six at the Bunny Ranch, it's the Jim Rome Show. Signed, Jardy in NC. No, I will not be there. Are you starting that early, Alvy? Oh, 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 let's try it again. Live. No, no, do it. Live from room six at the Bunny Ranch. It's the Jim Rome Show. Come on. Paul Stelzer. ATP, Jim Rome. This will be the first year Vegas hosts the Super Bowl. What is your all-time favorite Super Bowl city and why? Great question. You know I'm going to go with the warm weather towns because generally we've done the TV show outside, and that's challenging. Believe it or not, there was actually a Super Bowl back in the day in San Diego. Believe it or not. Love that. Love the L.A. Super Bowls. Love the Florida Super Bowls. Even the Jacksonville Super Bowl. Because that wasn't strange. And I love Jayville. But just, just marinate on that for a minute. Jacksonville got the Super Bowl. That's wild, right? New Orleans is fun. It's wild. It's wild. New Orleans was definitely wild. And now we're done. Now I'm done. For the ones who get it done, Granger is offering supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product experts ready to answer your toughest questions. You want to call or click Granger.com or simply stop on by. My thanks to my guest, Shiel Kapadia. Shiel did a great job. My thanks to the XR4TI. On the other side of the glass, from my left and my right, Albie, Tommy, 
Jack Savage in the back row. Cindy, off in her studio. Well, thank you, clones, for listening. Big, big week. It's a getaway week. Next week, we will be in Las Vegas for the Super Bowl, but not on Radio Row. Very unusual. I don't ever remember not being on the row. But next week, we will not be on the row. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. See ya.